This podcast is part of a series of discussions at the Institute of Advanced Architecture, IAC. This conversation includes different experts' opinion on understanding the role of BIM systems when designing cities. Our guest for today's podcast is Areti Marcopolo. Areti Marcopolo is a Greek architect, researcher, and urban technologist working at the intersection between architecture and digital technologies. She is the academic director at IAC in Barcelona, where she also leads the Advanced Architect Group, a multidisciplinary research group exploring how design and science can positively impact and transform the present and the future of our built spaces the way we live and interact. Her research and practice focus on redefining the architecture of cities through an ecological and technological spectrum, combining design with biotechnologies, new materials, digital fabrication, and big data. Areti is the co-founder of Art Tech Gallery Studio P52 and co-editor of Urban Next, a global network focused on rethinking architecture through the contemporary urban millennium. She is the project coordinator of a number of European research-funded projects on topics including urban regeneration, circular design and construction, and multidisciplinary educational models in the digital age. Areti is the founder and is currently chairing the Responsive Cities International Symposium in Barcelona, while she has served as head curator of international exhibitions such as Future Arena, on-site robotics building Barcelona Construmat 2017 to 2019, Print Matter Industry 2016, Hypercity Shenzhen Vice City Biennale 2015, and My Very Own City World Bank VR Barcelona 2011. Her work has been featured in exhibition worldwide and together with Lydia Calipoliti. She has been appointed the head curator of the Tallinn Architecture Biennale 2022. The name of today's podcast is Cities are Responsive Systems, BIM as a tool to redefine new approaches in design. I will begin with a broad introduction so the audience can understand the framework of the topic. With the development of smart city technologies, new digital paradigms have been introduced as part of the design process. Nowadays, architects and urban designers are discovering new ways to reinterpret and understand cities by accessing and discovering new datasets that question architecture's role in the digital era. First of all, I would like to thank you, Areti, for your time and most important for sharing with us your opinion on the topic. Uh, to begin with, the first question is, what is the role of BIM in understanding the future built environment? Hi, Felipe. Uh, thanks for, for the invite and um, the short uh, interview. Um, well, to, to answer to this first question, I think that um, um, information modeling in general is very relevant when uh, when we are trying to understand um, the built environment. Until uh, very recently, 
um, very few years ago, until very few years ago, we were using traditional tools to try to understand and collect data, which were very approximate because our processes of collecting this data were approximated, approximate as well. So um, we had data um, uh, of, uh, let's say, uh, population, we had data of, of energy consumption, contamination, which were not uh, necessarily very accurate because we didn't have the deployment of all the infrastructure that we have today in terms of collecting data, such as um, uh, Internet of Things or micro uh, devices um, uh, and sensors that they are distributed in our built environment. So um, I think that um, um, uh, BIM uh, is a great tool in order to, on the one hand, um, allow us to better understand and analyze our built environment. And of course, on the other hand, um, it's a significant tool to bring together uh, into a common, let's say, platform of operation, different agents uh, that they are working on the um, building industry and the built environment. I think that uh, having a common language, having a common base, um, is uh, facilitating, uh, let's say, um, an interdisciplinary approach, and it facilitates um, uh, processes of analysis, building, and management that uh, until uh, until um, now have been very separated among them. Okay, that's great. Um, and then, do you think that with these new, let's say, data sets that we are discovering right now? Is there any way that we can use that information to move to, let's say, to a more responsive design approach and maybe start like looking how we can tackle, let's say, future and existing challenges that we have in the built environment? Well, uh, definitely that, that, that should be the case, um, mainly uh, because as I have already mentioned, um, data, vast amounts of data um, are actually uh, helpful to understand the built environment. And of course, what is interesting with um, data is um, uh, basically that um, we need to process them so that we can transform them into uh, information and knowledge, right? Because data, they are just values, they are numeric values. And if we uh, don't know how to um, process this data and how to transform them into valid information and knowledge, then definitely we will have no answer to any challenge whatsoever. So I think that it's not only important to have data, but also to be critical about this data. Where are they coming from? Um, what kind of biases we can find in this data? And of course, how we process them? What kind of different data sets we overlap according to what we are uh, uh, trying to achieve in order to be able to create um, um, more, let's say, um, um, customized, personalized, and responsive design solutions. If we have information and knowledge that gives us uh, certain, um, let's say, um, aspects of understanding of the urban environment, then we need to be able to respond to, this, um, uh, to these conditions, no? Um, data of contamination, for instance, is not the same along the day, or it's not the same along the day of the week. So um, um, a more responsive design approach also requires to understand the differences 
um, uh, of this information in different moments, in different contexts, um, and, and, and of course in different, uh, let's say, um, scenarios of operation. Yeah, cool. Um, let's say, uh, like before we, like as an architects, we start, like, we thought like buildings could be, well, like the approach that architects had before was more like building as an object. Yeah. So like how they design buildings and how they look. And so you think like right now, if we start like taking all this data, how we can translate all that information into design, let's say not, not specifically to architecture, but more to urban design or to a large scale. Uh, design. Is there any way that you think that we can start integrating that data into the design? Well, first of all, I think that um, we need to have a parallel thinking um, and and uh, an action, not only in terms of um, software and digital information, but also in terms of hardware and physical mm -hmm. uh, solutions. So um, um, the concept of buildings as objects, uh, as static objects, is a concept that it is very antiquated. You know? um, uh, this has created actually buildings that they are very, uh, are very contaminating. They are very heavily energy consuming. Um, mm -hmm. and, and that's because we only think of buildings as, as objects that they are an envelope to protect, you know, users from uh, um, exterior environment, let's say. But um, if we combine the power of digital data with uh, new solutions and, and, and um, um, uh, innovation in, in, for example, hardware, which is, for example, new materials or new building typologies, new performances that we can bring into the built environment, then we can definitely start uh, moving away from this um, concept of uh, staticness towards a concept where the built environment is closer to be a living organism, uh, is, uh, is an organism that is able to, to breathe, to filter air, to uh, digest waste, um, uh, to, uh, to, uh, to give information to the citizens and to the users. So in a way it operates as a living organism and it also operates in symbiotic way with the users and the environment. So it's not anymore a separated, let's say, envelope from, um, from um, the outside uh, serving the inside, but it's actually kind of a mediator um, uh, coexisting together with uh, the users that inhabit uh, this space, but also the environment that surrounds that space. Yeah, and I guess that's the, the, the challenge. How do you link uh, let's say beam to sim. So how did you link that building performance into more like a, like, yeah, how do you understand that impact of the building in a surrounding context? And um, uh, yeah, no, that's great already. I know that your time is quite limited right now. And I really appreciate your time here and your, your thoughts. Um, and yeah, so if, is there anything else that you want to add or like, well, um, I, I would like to add uh, one more thing, especially when we're talking about responsive design in, in cities and, and, and built environment. Um, because, um, you know, um, at the moment, uh, there is a, a kind of a mainstream um, 
let's say, um, trend towards uh, using uh, big uh, data sets um, computed, let's say, in uh, artificial intelligence or machine learning algorithms. And I think that um, this has a great potential for the future of, uh, of design. Um, but in a way, I, I think that we are uh, very, very limited if we think that uh, pure computation or artificial intelligence or big data sets uh, could be the only way to give us, uh, let's say, um, optimized solutions for more sustainable, more ecological, more human-driven um, environments. I think that it is very fundamental to understand that quantified data need to be overlapped with qualified data. Um, and uh, this data, um, this um, not very easily, let's say, quantificable data, um, this um, qualified data has to do with understanding how people feel, how people perceive certain spaces, what kind of emotions uh, the, the, the different urban environments or built environments create. And, and collecting this data is not easy because it's not like just placing a sensor or just um, uh, scanning and monitoring the environment. So in a way, um, uh, understanding how this uh, qualified data and, um, and exploring this intelligence that we can find in the self-organization of, of people in the way that they inhabit is fundamental. It's in a way, um, uh, for me, the future of design um, in both building and urban environments is, is a future that it is, uh, based on collective intelligence uh, design models. So uh, humans are there, um, machines are there, but also, uh, you know, like um, cognitive intelligence is, is overlapped with computational intelligence. And I think that mm -hmm. this is a kind of a, of a very new path that we are crossing now. Um, uh, we need to explore a lot of aspects of, of how this path could be implemented in different uh, solutions. But I, I certainly believe that non uh, human or non-machine alone uh, could do the job. Yeah, okay. And I guess that's how when you start questioning what's the future role of architects or architecture, no? like if it's going to be towards more like a computational approach or it's going to, yeah? Definitely the role of designer, the role of architect, the role of urban planner is being redefined. Um, we need to, to, to become much more uh, system designers rather than form uh, designers and, and, and form finders and, and um, um, creators. So this mediation, of course, requires um, new, um, new ways of approaching um, uh, design, but also it requires, um, um, let's say, new ways of educating these professionals. No? So it's, it's a huge challenge that we have in front of us. Yes, I think you're right. Um, it is also important for us to understand what is the role of education right now, and most important to define new ways of how we can start building up the bridge between practice and academia. So I think this is the end of this short conversation, and I would like to thank you, Areti, for your time and opinion on the topic, and also for pushing the boundaries in this field at IAC and in your professional work. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, 
This podcast is part of the Theory Seminar for the Masters of Advanced Computation for Architecture and Design at IAC.